Hi everyone, uh, we're on our back deck, my husband Mike LaRock and I. This is Joanne LaRock. Uh, this podcast is, is to introduce you again to my husband. The other podcasts we did are were in regard to his uh, music career and then his railroad career. He's still a musician and always will be, but uh, I thought you would be interested in uh, his growing up and childhood years, uh, coming from a French-Canadian family. And so, everyone, here is my husband, Mike LaRock. Hi, everyone. So, Mike uh, was born in the mid-50s. We don't want to say exactly what year. (laughs) We're all getting older. And uh, maybe, Mike, you could talk about uh, when you were born and where you you came from. Um, I was born, I my wife said in the mid fifties, uh, I was born at home. Uh, we had a, our house was in the town of Field, Ontario, and uh, uh, Field is is near North Bay. Well, Surgeon the, Falls and Surgeon Falls yeah. and Sudbury, so it's in that general yeah. vicinity. And uh, it's it was a, a lumber town, right? Yeah, there's a sawmill there, and there's a lot of. Uh, Lumberjacks uh, and people from the Ministry of Natural Resources that live in that little town. Um, I probably, it's never really grown. Maybe less people now that it was there then. Uh, maybe. Uh, well, the sawmill isn't there anymore. No, the sawmill's sawmill's gone. What river is that on? That's the Sturgeon River. Sturgeon River. Yeah. And so you mentioned you were born at home. But I was born at home. Maybe yeah. you could tell us about that. How many children uh, did your parents have all together? Um, actually, uh, actually ten. Uh, eight. There's two that uh, uh, weren't uh, really born alive. One was, and he only lived an hour. That would have been uh, the oldest of the family. Um, it was premature, I guess, and uh, yeah, apparently he lived for about an hour. And uh, uh, my when I was born, I was the fourth uh, child. And I guess the reason I was born at home is because in those days uh, there was no insurances and stuff like that. No. Well, if there was, my parents didn't have the means to pay for that. And where my dad worked at the field lumber, the sawmill, uh, uh, there was no such things uh, as benefits either then. <clears throat> and um, uh, so my mom's mother, so my grandmother, was the midwife. Anyways, um, uh, my mom always said, she had a hard time to deliver me, especially like especially at home. It wasn't like a hospital, and she's had hard time with deliveries. She's had it, you know, actually ten kids, and always had a problem with the deliveries. And your and, mom is still alive. And my she's, mom's still alive. But I don't know why and how, but she still is. It is in July to uh, July eighth. 2023 and she's 93 years young and she's still alive yeah mm-hmm. she had 10 children yeah. so you were number four i was number four and she always said two and the biggest baby she had 
So So what happened when you were born? What after your your grandmother delivered you? Oh, it's not well my grandmother was there but she didn't deliver. Um somehow they got a hold of my dad that was working at the sawmill. Uh, I guess somebody ran a well we weren't we didn't live very far from the sawmill. It was about five minute walk. So somebody went and got my dad and my dad come home and then my dad uh, went and got the doctor. Um, like there was no, we didn't have a phone in my parents' house. So he went and got the doctor and the doctor finally, like I, I was, he was there when I was born, when he delivered me. And my my mom told me not that long ago, and she said, oh, yeah, when you were born, she said you were black and blue, you weren't breathing. And it took a while before the doctor <laughs> got me to breathe, got to get the, to start breathing. And my mom said, and once you started breathing, you started yelling and yelling and yelling, and you never stopped yelling until... Until we fed you. <laughs> so you were born hungry. <laughs> I guess so. I was born, I wasn't breathing. I guess I must have been in shock. I don't know. I wasn't breathing, and after that, I, you know, almost you were right away. You to be fed. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to be fed. What did they feed you? Because I don't well, think it was, you, did your mother nurse you, or was no, it formula? My, no, or? my mom always said she was never able to uh, breastfeed or, or feed her babies. Um, so what did they feed you? Well, it must have been uh, a mixture of uh, carnation milk and uh, and water because yeah. that's that's what they used to give to babies. Yes, that's and, true. And uh, you know, it was water from a well. It wasn't like today; everything's uh, purified with kills all bacteria with chlorine, and then you put it in your body. But then there was no such thing. I know there was a. Uh, we didn't have running water in the house, too. There was a well that was shared between uh, us and uh, one of my uncles lived the, the house beside us at the time. Mm -hmm. So I think they shared a well. And, uh, yeah, and the well, I guess, behind, behind the house, half on the mountain. And uh, uh, even, <laughs> I remember... Uh, as a, a bit when I got older, it was a couple of years old when we moved away from there, but I still remember, I must have been about three years old, four years old maybe, when we left there. And uh, I still remember part of that house. And um, the outside, and there was like a wood stove in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And uh, you go out the back door and you were in the, the woodshed. Oh was, my goodness! <laughs> yeah, and that's where the wood was to, to heat up the house. So it was a small house, but then you were child number four, yeah, number all four. living in the same house. Yeah, well, which was uh, no, not a big, big house, no, to, to today's standards, but they had an upstairs, and uh, I don't recall the rooms upstairs. I just like I said, basically, remember the the, the kitchen and uh, the bath. The shed and the backyard kind of thing. So there were uh, eight of you in your family. Can you mm -hmm. recite their names then? Well, there's four more after after me. And like I said, there was two that... Um, 
one before I was born and one between myself and uh, uh, my sister Nicole. Mm -hmm. So the oldest is uh, Dennis, and then Pauline, Lillian, myself, uh, Nicole, Monique, uh, Colette, and Carol. Colette and Carol, so that's eight. And did, were the other babies names named? Uh, the other two that I, I, my, didn't survive? There's one that, uh, the, the, the oldest. Um, actually, I always thought that his name was Gérald. But my mother told me the other day, uh, not the other day, a little while back, uh, what his name was going to be. But I, I was totally, I had a completely different name in my mind. And, and uh, um, you know, when you was your kid, like we knew that uh, we would have had an older brother <laughs> if he would have survived. I thought your mother told me it was Joseph. Uh, Joseph, that's right. Yeah. Because she said every every uh, boy, uh, being being Catholic, Christian, um, one of his name would be, or the first name or second name, they used to say, they call it, um, or middle name was Joseph. So even myself, part of my name is Joseph. So how long did, oh, excuse me, how long did your family live in Field, Ontario? And then what was the history of your dad's career? Well, my my mom and dad were both born in, in the field, in the town of Field, and they were raised there and got married there. They came from large French-Canadian uh, families yeah. as well. How many kids were in your mother's family and then in your father's family? If I'm not mistaken, on my dad and dad's family, there was ten. Ten kids. And uh, his I name was er Earl Laroc. Earl Laroc, yeah. And your mom, Therese Obey yeah. Laroc. How many mm -hmm. children were in her family? On, on my mom's family, it's 12 or 13, I think it was. 13, 13 children. Yeah. And that wasn't unheard of because my great grandmother <clears throat> from Corbeil, there were 13 children in her family. So it was uh, common for most Canadian, uh, French Canadian families to have yep. a lot of children. In fact, it, when the priest came to visit, uh, sometimes uh, a mother was asked, how come you're not pregnant, expecting another child? Mm -hmm. And that was, of course, in the 50s, the 40s, maybe 60s further back. 60s and maybe early 70s. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's how yeah. it was because back then. The, the, the priest would do his uh, yearly uh, parish visits. And he'd, uh, he'd set up an appointment, you know, at different places, different houses, like try to get all the people on the same street. And most of them were French-Canadian uh, Catholics. Yeah. So he'd, he'd show up at the door, he'd sit down, he'd open his book, and he'd start asking questions. And one of the questions were, that, you know, everybody's name, the kids, everybody in the house, their age. It was the census in a way. It was, it was a census, but I guess it like more the church census. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if he shared that with the government or how that worked. Probably that's what it was. And um, 
excuse me. And uh, he's asked my mom, because my mom told me too, later on, <clears throat> that uh, the priest would say, okay, uh, it's two years now, that the last one is two years old. So you think it might be time to have another baby. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> and they do that. Not just, like I say, it was everywhere. And I'm sure a lot of the mothers or women at that time were so nervous when they oh, knew they were, the were. priest was coming and oh, yeah. afraid and yep. and all of that. Uh, so after Field, where did your family move to? Um, I know um, my dad went to okay, some places I remember not that much. Uh, in the Tri-Towns. Okay, so that would be Nula Skirt or Kirkland uh, Lake? Around, let's see, that area. Mm -hmm. yeah, like the name of the towns. And why did he go there? He started working in the mines. When in field, he worked as, as a, in the, in the, at the sawmill and, uh, and as a lumberjack, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And then he figured out there's better money in the mines and, you know, the family's growing. So uh, he went, he got jobs at different mines, all the little towns, until, uh, oh, about uh, 1959, I believe, 59, 1960. Uh, yeah, yeah, I must have been 59 because I was five years old. I remember, you know, when, when we moved to Azilda. So my dad had gotten a job with uh, the, the, with Falconbridge at the time. So Falconbridge is the name <clears throat> was the name of one of the large nickel mines mm -hmm. in the Greater Sudbury area. Mm -hmm. So he got a job with Falconbridge, and that's where he pretty well stayed until he retired, right? Yeah, he uh, he worked for uh, Falconbridge until he retired. Uh, so we moved to Zilda. And um, why is Zilda not right in the town of Sudbury, let's say, or the city? Well, Zilda was a lot closer to work, but dad worked around Lavac. Okay. So it was either, even the, I don't know why they didn't do that. Mm -hmm. uh, they could have rented a house from the, from the company uh, uh, right there, or close to work. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, for some reason, well, I think Zilda, because when we first moved to um, to Azilda, uh, my mom's two brothers lived in Azilda, okay? And the first place we lived, we rented uh, an apartment from my uncle. Mm -hmm. So we lived downstairs in the basement apartment. So there apartment. were eight of you at that no, time? No, no, no. There was uh, four of us. Okay. And uh, Four kids. it was actually a one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> in a one-bedroom apartment. Oh one-bedroom apartment, and like I said, we had, you know, beds in the living room, kind of thing. Mom and Dad had their bed, and maybe uh, I don't know if uh, if Nicole was born. I don't think she was yet, but uh, probably some of the younger ones lived. Uh, I mean, uh, had a bed in. Um, uh, in my mom and dad's room, mm -hmm. but we didn't stay there too too long. Then he moved into a house. Yeah, I just something came to my mind is I remember living there actually, and uh, um, my cousins. Well, they were upstairs. One of them was the same age as he still is. I mean, he's still alive. And Danny Obey, uh, 
Um, he's just a couple of months uh, uh, younger than I am. And then my other co cousin lived next door to them. And he was uh, a couple of months difference in age. We we're all the same age. And uh, no, it was it was great. We loved living there. I loved living there. And then we we needed a bigger place. It was too cramped. So my parents uh, rented a house, three or four houses up the street. So we moved there. And then uh, dad, mom and dad decided they had to build a house. So it looked like dad was, would be working that, you know, had a permanent job at the mines for Fog and Bitch. So I remember her saying, oh my gosh. Like, first of all, even then, you had to have good credit and a good secure job to be able to borrow money to build the house. Mm -hmm. So I remember mom saying, you know, we built that house. Uh, it was just uh, like a shell. It wasn't even finished inside or outside when we moved into it. Mm -hmm. And um, they, they borrowed their mortgage. They borrowed $8,000 to build the house. Mm -hmm. And uh, it wasn't very big. I mean... I think if I remember the size it was only 24 by 36. Mm. Uh, that's not a big house. And we're and, all eight children living in there at that well, time? Well, <laughs> at, at one time, after every all of them, the younger ones were born, we all lived in it. Oh my Until, like I said, we got a bit older and started uh, uh, moving away kind of thing. Wasn't there two house fires, though, yeah, that you experienced? Yeah, 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 there was. Yeah, It must have been house. so traumatic for your yeah, whole family. Yeah. Uh, for sure. I remember the first time, uh, it was on a Saturday. Uh, my dad was, was working that day. And um, <clears throat> my mom was uh, doing the laundry. And the laundry was at one end, of the, I mean, the uh, what she done her laundry uh, was at the end of the house where the main door was. And uh, it wasn't actually a laundry room. She had a washer and a dryer there, kind of, and it was like an open concept, and the kitchen was there too. And then uh, the living room, there was just a, part a bit of a partition, but it was all kind of open. Anyways, uh, it was wintertime, really cold. I remember coming in from outside. I wasn't very old, maybe eight years old, eight, nine years old, maybe. And uh, taking off my, you know, we're outside for hours and hours of that kind of cold weather and taking the winter clothes off and uh, uh, take my boots off and my socks are soaking wet and freezing feet and whatever, bare feet on the floor kind of thing. And uh, hurrying up to go watch the cartoons on TV on Saturday and... Uh, we're all watching, the kids are all there, watching the cartoons and mom's doing the laundry. And all of a sudden we heard a sound that went boom, kaboom, an explosion. Oh my. So my mayor started yelling, come on, come on, let's go out, go out. You know? Your so, mom. Yeah, she, so we were all running to the doors. I was bare feet. Uh, we ran to the neighbors in the snow. I mean, it was 30 below uh, zero outside. And most of us were bare feet, you know, so. What caused that explosion well, in the house? It was determined that 
it was the uh, uh, one of the hydro panels exploded. It, it's as if it it exploded, and um, part of that house, but the, the fire department were f there fast enough that it burned that part of the house, that corner of the house and floor and all that. But they were able to uh, stop the fire. That's good. Put That's out still the fire. But then scary. we were we were a while because a lot of smoke damage. Like they had to redo the inside walls because of smoke damage mm -hmm. and ceiling and all that. So uh, we we lived well, at the first the first week or so, or two. Uh, uh, all over the place at the family, like uh, my uncles or whatever, mm -hmm. until uh, I don't know. It got it, it got repaired fast enough. What about the second fire? What caused that? Uh, the second fire, we were actually gone to field, and we were it was around uh, Christmas holidays, and uh, when my parents got the call. Uh, we were th no, we were there, and uh, somebody called to say, "Hey, the fire department had to go, and the house, you know, got pretty well damaged." Mm -hmm. And what happened actually? Again, uh, at the time, the furnace, like nowadays, a, a gas furnace, uh, the heat comes from heating ducts, your ducts. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, uh, it's a blower system, right? But then the furnace was on the floor, hanging yeah. underneath the floor, and okay. there was a big grill, okay? Okay. And that heated the house. And it kept the, the house nice and warm. Um, <clears throat> what happened exactly, it's again, it was around that area where the furnace was. And that grill was in the hallway actually almost in front of my bedroom door. Mm -hmm. my, my bedroom and Dennis. I shared my room with, uh, with, with Dennis. So you and your brother shared one room and your six sisters yeah. shared another bedroom. <laughs> that's right. Because that's, it was a three-bedroom house. Yeah, and that, that's how cramped it was. But we didn't know the difference. And one bathroom. Uh, one bathroom, and what was in the bathroom was a toilet. Mm -hmm. There was no, at first, well... No tub. No tub and no wash basin, even. So, uh, did they say why the furnace? Uh, well, it's again electrical. Electrical. So that's why you have hardly any childhood photos, because uh, everything right. was lost yeah. in the, the second fire, I believe, right? It was worse, the second. The, the first second one, fire. the second. So that, yeah. do you feel... Do you feel that has scarred you in any way, or are you more oh, well, yeah. careful about well, I'm very, electrical safety? Oh, and very much so. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Well, I've always been since, you know. Can you tell me any funny stories of living in a family with eight kids? Didn't you used to like to sit and watch TV and oh, yeah. have your little uh, toy pistols in your <laughs> side pocket and then go after yeah. your sisters? <laughs> your poor sisters. Yeah, my poor sisters. <laughs> We still talk about that, and oh, I was a little, uh, little ruffian, a little toughy. Mm -hmm. Anyways, with quite the imagination. So. What happened if they didn't want to play with you? Well, didn't want to play with me. I was, I was the younger brother. Like there was only uh, uh, my sister Nicole between 
myself and my sister, older sisters, which were a year or two years older. Lillian and Pauline. Yeah, Lillian's about a year older than I am, and Pauline maybe another year. Yeah, so we kind of follow each other, the four oldest. So I was still pretty young, so whenever I wanted somebody to play with me, well, uh, my sisters would say, well, go play with your little brother, but my gosh, I was rough. I, I, that, what it was, the influence came from the cowboy movies. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I love to watch what they call the uh, afton, afternoon TV movies. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, we only had three channels, two or three channels. CBC. So. Uh, I forget what it was. Uh, the tan- the CBC, time. CTV, and I'm not sure of the other one. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it was always there was a lot of cowboy movies. I still love cowboy movies. So. I'd sit on the couch when it started, and I'd put my my holster and my two uh, my my two guns, and I'd watch that movie, and I was really soaking it in. <laughs> <laughs> and you were about what? Well, I don't know. Like, up to age twelve. <laughs> well, maybe I don't know, but I mean, uh, to be four, when I when I was young, rough. Uh, like that, and with the guns, I might have been five years old, like five, six. Oh, I didn't know your parents had a television then. Well, we the first television we got, we live in my uncle's apartment. It's okay. probably it's probably the first thing my dad bought when he got a job. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, and I used to watch these movies and uh, stuff like The Lone Ranger, uh, Roy Rogers, uh, uh, and later on John Wayne and all that. Bonanza. Bonanza, well, that came later, too. <laughs> but uh, the influence of, of... I had a wild imagination. And what I was doing after the movie, I wanted to play. <laughs> and I, I, I kind of re... Uh, how do you say it? Reacted? Reenacted? Yeah. Uh, the parts. I mean, the bar scenes, the fights, everything else, the guns, the uh, shooting... Uh, I remember hiding the corner of the house and watching my sister, <laughs> poor Lillian, <laughs> Lillian coming with her little wooden gun kind of thing and just coming along so looking for me. And I said, oh, just like on TV, right? So I take my, <laughs> my gun out of my holster, holster and got, I had the barrel in my in my hand and she goes by and I hit her on the head with the handle of the pistol oh my gosh did you get into trouble she started yelling yeah so my mom said kind of run outside she was yelling but i was yelling even louder because <laughs> i was a it's the reaction she had and i had heard her and i couldn't imagine what she was yelling <laughs> so 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 the tears stops so I wanted to play some more, and no way they wanted to work with, uh, work with me, uh, play with me. So my mother said, "No, no, go play with your little brother. That's that's okay. <laughs> Don't mom worry about." Always seemed to take your side. <laughs> Poor so thing. you weren't the black sheep of the family, but you. Well, I was. <laughs> you were, but you kind of the favorite at the same time. From what I hear from some of your sisters. Well, that's what they you kind of got away with a lot that's of stuff. That's what they claim. And uh, so that was uh, that was a funny story. Poor girls, and I mean, there's many incidences. I remember too. Poor mom, I have to say, poor mom. 
um, when I found out that uh, I could get sick and not go to school, well, I didn't want to go to school. Well, how about we talk about that on the other podcast? Because yeah. I'm sure that's going to be another 30 minutes. Oh, of, there, there's some amazing <laughs> and stories. And we have to talk about the time you took the hose out of your mother's washing machine. Well, that's machine. what I was going to talk about right okay. now, so you're in my mind. <laughs> okay, so we'll end this podcast for now. Uh, this will be the, we'll call this the first part of Mike's childhood years. In uh, living with a family of eight, there's altogether eight children, French-Canadian family in northern Ontario, and growing up in a small little town field, moving eventually to the greater Sudbury area, and experiencing uh, early childhood uh, good stuff and some not-so-good stuff. But anyway, we'll end this for now. If you wish to f- support this podcast, please email us at uh, jmbjc at hotmail.com we'll sign off for now and we're Joanne and Mike LaRock on her back deck in the summer